Hello and welcome to the third episode of the In My Twenties and Tired podcast. Podcast? I'll always keep struggling with how to pronounce that. I just don't know. If you're looking, if you're watching this on YouTube, you might think, what is going on with your makeup? And I mean, same. I recorded a um, palette bingo with all the Jeffree Star eyeshadow palettes that I own. I own six, so I had to work with six eyeshadow shades. Um, And I don't usually do that. I am not that creative. I don't know why I tried to do that. But this is the result. I took off my lip gloss because I had a little bit of lunch um, before I filmed this. Because I don't know how long this episode is going to be. The previous ones were around 30 or 40 to 45 minutes, I think. So I don't know how long this is going to be. And I was so hungry. Or well, I was hungry. I was just... I wanted to have lunch. Okay. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the struggles of being vegan. I'll talk a little bit of um, how I went vegan, but not too much. Because I have talked about... Uh, how I went vegan so many times. I had somewhat of a podcast before I started this one and I talked about how I went vegan on there. I believe I probably have a video uh, on that on my um, YouTube channel as well. So I'm not going to talk too much about that, but I am going to talk about the struggles of when I started going vegan and the struggles that I still have today. Um, I have been vegan for almost five years. The beginning of July, around the first couple of days of July, is when I'll be vegan for five years. Well, it would have it would be five years when I started going vegan. So um, that is what today's main topic is gonna be about. But I'd like to talk about a few other things before I dive in the main topic, because I think that's more fun. So a little bit of a personal update. If you listen to the previous uh, two episodes, we are um, in a world crisis right now, which is kind of strange. I work as a teacher two days of the week. I'm still in school to become a teacher, but I have a paid teacher job and I don't have to go in two days a week anymore because the children aren't there. (laughs) Uh, next week I have to be there for one day and I'm gonna uh, take care of some children from um, parents that have vital uh, professions so we take care of those kids and yeah my school my classes are cancelled or the physical classes are cancelled until the 1st of June, which is insane. I'm not going to go to school until June and maybe even longer if they extend it. But this is what my school uh, has already decided to do. And the school that I teach at, which is a primary school, I teach fourth grade. They aren't going to go back to school until the 6th of April. But next Tuesday, they're gonna, the government is going to tell us what the new plans and guidelines and restrictions are going to be. So that might be longer than that. So I am re- really curious to see what they're going to do to the primary schools. I spoke to some kids um, earlier this week because I was, gonna, I was in school um, on a day that there were no kids at school. 
and I called the parents, I called the children, and most of them were really wanted to go back to school. Uh, and it's funny because you always hear kids, especially around the age in grade four, um, that they don't like school or they kind of misbehave, you know. And then now that they can't go to school and they can't see their classmates and their friends, they really want to go back to school. And I really miss them too. So that was really sad, but it also was really nice to uh, hear their voices and to kind of talk with them and talk with their parents because I hadn't met all their parents yet. Um, I only started teaching that uh, group in February. So I don't even know the kids that long, but I already miss them. I haven't seen them for two weeks now and it's so weird. Yeah, what else did I want to talk about? Some personal updates. Yeah, uh, me, me and my boyfriend caved and we purchased um, the Nintendo Switch. We got a Nintendo Switch Lite because we can't afford the regular Nintendo Switch. And they also, I don't think, were available. We saw that the regular Switch was sold out pretty much everywhere. And um, Switch Lite in certain colors were also sold out. So we quickly <laughs> purchased the gray Nintendo Switch Lights, And I like the gray color, it's fine. And we also purchased Animal Crossing. So we've been doing that a lot. So we played this morning already for like an hour. We, I am ashamed to admit this, but we played during our online class because it was just kind of checking in with each other um, to see how everybody's doing. And I mean, I listened to them, you know. Uh, to what they were saying and um, but still we played <laughs> during our online class and um, yeah I feel a little bad but not too bad about that <laughs> um, also there uh, I live in this sort of apartment complex it's a little strange but I live downstairs with my boyfriend we have a huge um, garden or yard whatever you call it um, I should really start like a little vegetable garden i really really should do that actually yes <laughs> that was a side note um but my upstairs neighbors they were always um having loud intercourse and it was really really gross and really i mean it's gross to hear actually hear your neighbors doing it it's really it's really not fun, I can tell you that. And now they are moving house because, um, you know, she's pregnant. <laughs> we probably um, heard the kids being made. If that is uh, too much information, I'm sorry. But also, I wish I didn't know that. <laughs> and now for the next people that are going to live in the apartments upstairs or our upstairs neighbor's apartment... Um, they're gonna get a brand new bathroom. I am so jealous because our other neighbors, the ones that are super loud and always play their music very loudly, they got a brand new kitchen when they moved in and she moved in maybe a year after I moved in here and I didn't get anything. And my kitchen is old and ugly and my bathroom is old and ugly and there's things in there that I don't want to know what it are what they are. Um, so I'm just mad that I that we don't get to have a new bathroom or kitchen. Bathroom. It's not bathroom. It's bathroom. My English teacher would be so ashamed of me. 
Actually, no, she would be proud of me because, uh, like I said, I live in the Netherlands. Um, English is not my first language, but I create pretty much all my content in English because I prefer it. I really enjoy speaking English. That, that is actually such a Dutch thing. If you are English and you, for instance, move to the Netherlands, um, Dutch people will probably keep speaking English to you, even though you might want to speak Dutch. Just so we can show off our English skills to you. Because we just really want to show off our English skills. I'm just um, checking my phone real quick here. Because my boyfriend is, um, like I said, helping his dad. And I don't want to still be filming when he comes home. I don't think I ever told him that I started this podcast. It's not a secret or something. It's just, I don't know. He's not into the podcasting video creating, creation thing, content creating. He's not in this world. So not saying that I'm in this world per se, but you know, I'm doing it. And I think that is everything that I wanted to say. Oh, well, the point of the my upstairs, new, my new upstairs neighbors getting a new bathroom is that they have a bunch of construction going on and that it's very loud. And I'm so glad that uh, my boyfriend is gonna was going to go to his parents a little later on the day because they started at 7.30 a.m. with working on the bathroom, which is oh, which is pretty much um, on top of our bedroom. So we were uh, woken up at 7.30 a.m. this morning, and it's early for us. I mean, our alarm was going to go off at 8.30 because we had the online class at uh, 10 a.m. But still, it's so, it's, I don't like loud noises. They really mess with my head. I get really bad headaches with um, loud noises. And if I drop something and makes a lot of noise, um, it makes me cringe and it kind of almost pains me. It's so weird. I don't know what, it, what that is. But um, yeah, I really can't stand and I can't, um, deal with loud noises. I don't know why. So that is the personal update. Um, I, I had this idea for this podcast for, to, um, do like the introduction and then a personal update and then to go into a news, uh, something, but there's literally only one thing in the news right now. And I don't want to talk about what everything that's going on. So what I do want to talk about is how you can make the best of this situation for yourself. I think that is something um, that, you know, I still keep it relevant and, um, you know, kind of up to date with what is going on right now. But I really don't want to talk about I, I am not a nurse. I am not a professional in that way. So I don't want to say anything about the virus whatsoever. I just want to talk right now about how to make the best out of this situation for yourself. So you are stuck at home like I am. We're stuck at home um, only going outside maybe to walk the dog or do groceries um, or maybe uh play in the yard a little bit with your dog or enjoy the sunshine and you get bored easily. I get bored so easily and I have plenty to do. I have plenty to do for my study that I am not doing because I am not motivated at all 
And that is a problem. I am not being productive. I could be so much more productive um, now that I'm stuck at home. But there's something about actually being stuck at home, even though you have so much to do, just nothing gets done. I don't know what that is. If anybody knows what that is, please let me know. So I am gonna talk about the things that I'm gonna do to hopefully be more productive over the next couple of weeks and even freaking months until June 1st, when I hopefully get to go back to school. So I think the most important part to not go insane is to keep in touch with your family and your friends. I am lucky enough that I live with my boyfriend. So I am in contact with my boyfriend a lot, but that can also cause, you know, some friction and some annoyances. I have to say, since we got Animal Crossing and we've been playing Animal Crossing a lot, um, we haven't been, um, I wouldn't say fighting, we don't fight. We don't have fights. We have little arguments, you know, but they... Um, we don't have that many arguments anymore since uh, since we both got Animal Crossing, which is super funny to me. Um, but also, right after we got Animal Crossing, I got my period. So I think maybe the week leading up to my period, I was getting more annoyed. So if we did have more arguments, it was probably me. I I'm not ashamed to admit that. I know I can be um, a little difficult sometimes. Um, so yeah, stay in contact with your friends and family. You can do that via Skype or via, um, what's it called? FaceTime. Uh, there's this app called House Party. I don't know how it works. I have it. I have a few of my, um, classmates on on there. We haven't used it yet. I don't know how it works. We also did, um, sort of a group chat in Snapchat. So you can do that. Um, yeah, and for school, we stay in contact, we stay in touch through uh, Microsoft Teams, which I think is really useful. For some reason, the app doesn't want to download on my computer, so maybe I have to update my computer. I might do that after I um, finish recording this podcast. Podcast? Podcast. Podcast. And then I'll play some Animal Crossing. Um, Some other things that I like to do to keep a little bit more organized is to create lists. And I have a bullet journal. I really enjoy my bullet journal. I started one at the beginning of this year. So I think, yeah, I do. I think I have a video on my bullet journal in my, um, on my YouTube channel. So I'll link that in the show notes if you want to see what my what the beginning of my bullet journal looks like. I really should do an updated one, actually. I think that will be uh, that'll be fun because I've been working in my bullet journal a lot. Uh oh, my dog woke up and I think he's oh no, he's not gonna walk. He has these nails and even though we just clipped them, he always makes these little sounds on the floor, which is super cute. But it will get annoying if he keeps walking and running while recording the podcast. Yeah, so I make lists, I make daily to-do lists. So let's see, I don't have a long to-do list for today. Okay, Uh, so I had my online class. I want to work on one school assignment and I wanted to film the Jeffree Star Palette Bingo, which I already did. 
I didn't write down that I wanted to record a podcast, but uh, I can write it down and then cross it off after I record this podcast. I really enjoy doing that as well. If I already did something productive that I didn't put on the list, I'll put it on there and then cross it off and feel really good about myself. But earlier this week, I had a little bit more uh, things on my to-do list. So if I want to call somebody, I will write it down. If um, I see my laundry somewhere, hang, um, if I like have my laundry up and it's dry and I have to uh, take it down and put it away, I'll write that down. Uh, I write down that I want to work out or work on certain school projects. Um, any um, what's it called appointments that I have, I'll write them down. So I really, really like my bullet journal for that. And I also write down my podcast ideas. I have a list of all the episodes, uh, episode ideas. Of um, I write down all the things that I want to talk about each episode. So it is a little bit more structured. And I don't like to think too much about what I'm going to talk about in the podcast episodes. Uh, because I don't want it to be too scripted. I kind of want it to be a, a one-sided <laughs> It is one-sided, a one-sided conversation. Um, yeah, so that is about the list. And the second thing is routines. I really want to get down a routine. I am going to be home every day. Um, there's probably only one day in the week that I have to leave my house and go to the school that I teach at. And that is it. Um, after all, all the other days I have to work from home so I really want to get a good routine down where I am productive but I'm not pushing myself too much because I know if I'm going to push myself too much and if I um, want to do too many more things that I can or will get done in a day it's not going to be uh, motivating to me and I want to have uh, more time for self-care. And that is not... I mean, that could be playing Animal Crossing. It's more It's more in my fun or entertainment um, section, I think, in a routine. But more self-care. So I want to, I don't know, do my nails. I want to do a little face mask. I want to read a little bit, you know, those kinds of things. So I really want to build a good routine. I don't know what my routine is going to be yet. I want to wake up every day around the same time, not too early. I think 8, 8.30 is really good for me because I don't like waking up too early, but I also don't like staying up too late. So I think 8, 8.30 is a really good time to um, to get up. Yeah. And then, you know, the last thing that you should definitely do is uh, take time to do things that you enjoy. So if you are a workaholic, uh, please take some time to do the things that you enjoy. I purchased a Nintendo Switch. I'm playing Animal Crossing, which is a lot of fun. Um, I do this, you know, I record my podcasts, I re record my, film my videos, I edit them and I have fun with them and try to be a little bit more creative now that I have more time. Um, so yeah, try to do things that you enjoy and don't always try to be super productive because I feel like when I want to be really productive, I have su such high standards for myself and when I don't meet those standards, um, I get really disappointed and really demotivated uh, with myself. 
So yeah, those are the tips that I have for this weird time that we're in right now. Uh, if you have any other tips, I would love to hear them. You can either email me. Um, I'll put my email address and everything in the uh, show notes. You can also comment them if you are watching this on YouTube. Hi. Oh no, the battery is almost dead. No. Okay, so I'm gonna take a break right now. I'm gonna charge the battery of my camera and then we're gonna go into the main topic, which is the struggles of being vegan. So I hope you stay tuned. And I'm back. My camera is uh, charged. And if I look a little bit strange right now on camera, it's because I play it outside with my dog. So my hair is a little bit messed up. So yeah, let's see where we left off. Yeah, I was gonna go into the main topic, struggles of being vegan. So my first struggles were, of course, when I started out and I had to see and find out what was vegan and what wasn't. And wow, my hair is just looking so wretched. I'm sorry, I am super distracted by it. So I'm trying to comb my bangs a little bit, but it's just not working. So um, mostly the, um, the struggles were related to finding out what I could eat. Um, and also what I couldn't eat anymore. I did my own groceries, so that was helpful. But it was still um, a little... Yeah, it was something that I had to get used to in the beginning. It took, it, it didn't take me too long. But I also didn't go vegan overnight. I mean, I wanted to go vegan overnight, but then there were a couple of things like cheese and fish that I really enjoyed that I still ate, but I still called myself vegan just because I pretty much was vegan. I ate a vegan diet and then sometimes I caved and I ate a little bit of fish or a little bit of cheese, but that's it. My eating habits were already uh, way better than they were before. So um, yeah. Ooh. I don't know why I suddenly got very winded. And I also have to um, look at my phone every now and then to see whether my boyfriend is coming home or not. And it didn't take me too long to figure out somewhat of a good routine um, with vegan food and vegan cooking. And then one of the hardest parts, um, I guess, well, the hardest part of being vegan is the social part of it, the social aspect, uh, because you have to tell people that you're vegan and people always joke uh, or internet people always joke on the internet that vegans will always tell you that they're vegan. And I mean, yes, but that's only because usually at parties, meat or cheese is being served. And when you, I always say no, thank you. And then I get comments like, oh, don't you eat, or you don't eat meat or something? And then I'd say, no, I don't eat meat. And then people would ask, will tell me, oh, I got something with cheese or something. And I'd say, oh, no, thank you. I don't, uh, I don't want anything to eat right now. And then questions keep coming. And then eventually I'll tell them that, that, that I'm vegan. And I've had this at a couple of parties, especially when I just started going vegan. 
and people didn't really know me as vegan. And I had so many arguments, conversations that I didn't want to have because I wasn't there to make anyone else go vegan. I was just there for a party that didn't serve any vegan food and you didn't hear me about it. I didn't talk about it, I didn't complain about it. But then other people would ask me questions about um, me going, me being vegan and why I was vegan and if did and what if this and what if that and you know, all the things many vegan people um, or many vegans um, hear on occasion. And that is just something that I don't like. I don't like the social aspect of being vegan. Luckily, now that we're that I'm almost five years, you know, in this, people know that I'm vegan. I've had most of the conversations. I know what I can say, but it was really hard to kind of fall in that and not know what I wanted to say or what I should say when people commented on me being vegan. So that was something that I really had to get used to. Um, People constantly judging and also people feeling like I was judging them, even though I don't think I ever judged anyone um, about their non-vegan diet because it's not up to me to think... It's not up to me to judge anyone's diet but my own. So I don't. And I know it's veganism is way more than just a diet. It's an entire lifestyle. I know that. And I'm not just, I don't just have a vegan diet. I consider myself to follow a vegan uh, lifestyle for the most part. Um, so I'm thinking of what I, what else I wanted to say about this, the social part. Yeah, just telling people that you're vegan and mostly feeling judged that you are vegan and you hear the same response every time if I eat somewhere with someone or if I bring my own food um, for instance to school and people are having I don't know something with meat and they'll tell me oh you can't eat this don't you miss this don't you miss that and I just be like no no I don't I have plenty of other things that I eat that I enjoy way more than the thought of whatever it is you're eating and I don't say it in a disrespectful way I just you know and usually I am way more respectful towards people than they are to me to be honest because I know that being disrespectful as a vegan towards meat eaters is not going to help me even if they are super disrespectful to me and they are being really kind of mean and just weird about me being vegan If I start being mean back, I'm just gonna confirm their vegan stereotype. So I just kind of made it a point for me to not be like that. So they don't have any reasons to actually dislike a vegan because they probably haven't met many other vegans if they are being like that. Because I don't know many vegans that are actually mean and judgy I mean I I know a couple (laughs) and I don't like hanging out with those kinds of people 
Which is actually a great segue into the next point that I had written down, which is the vegan police. And I hate the vegan police so much. I hate the idea of vegan policing because who the hell are you to judge anyone on whether they are vegan or vegan enough? You know, I think this is, I mean, of course you don't just do it for yourself when you're vegan. You do it for the animals And I get that people who are vegan policing kind of have the animals in mind and would say like, oh, you don't mind eating a bit of fish, but the fish minds you having a little bit of him, you know, something like that. And I mean, I kind of get where they're coming from, but also I hope they get that it's really unhelpful (laughs) to be like that because it doesn't motivate anyone. You are just being judgy and being negative and I don't think that helps anybody. So what I usually do... Okay, how should I put this? I am vegan in my own way. It's my journey. And there are people who might think I'm doing too much. And there are people who might think that I do too little. For instance, I am vegan in my food. I'm vegan in my clothes and my shoes and my accessories. I'm vegan in my makeup. The only thing that I can think of that I'm not yet really vegan in is hair care. Because I haven't really found um, many brands and uh, vegan, uh, cruelty-free and vegan hair care products that are easily available here that are also... Um, not too expensive so that is probably one of the only things that I'm not completely vegan in and that might not be good enough for some people you know for some vegans and I don't care because this is my journey and I started off uh, being completely vegan with my food and sometimes I'm still not completely vegan with my food because I accidentally buy or eat something that has something in it that's not vegan but I don't do it on purpose you know So I consider myself to be completely vegan with my food. That was the first step. Next step were um, accessories and clothing. I don't buy anything with leather. I never bought anything with fur. And even though fur and leather are kind of the same thing, usually people don't see it as the same thing. And I didn't see it as the same thing before I went vegan. So I don't purchase anything with leather in it. And then... About one and a half year uh, years ago, maybe two years ago, I went vegan with my makeup. So I now have a completely cruelty-free and vegan makeup channel because I know it can be super overwhelming to actually go vegan with your makeup. Um, there's just... It feels like there's so much to it when it really isn't that bad. But if you're not really into it um, or into makeup or you don't know too much about what could be not vegan in makeup. I totally understand that it can be a pretty big step. So that is what I build my YouTube channel around. And then, yeah, my kind of last step would be hair care products, I think. There are probably way more things in my life that could be vegan that aren't. Um, One of the things that I don't think could be vegan unless something changes like country or worldwide is medicine. I used to be on the pill and I don't think the pill is completely vegan 
and I didn't get off the pill for um, because I, I'm vegan and the pill might not be vegan. That's another why I stopped um, taking the pill. But yeah, um, I have uh, ibuprofen or other painkillers, you know, for the frequent headaches that I get. And they are probably not vegan. But when it comes to medicine and health, I think that goes first. And I've told this before, I made an entire video on that no one is truly vegan um, on my YouTube channel. And I talked about that nobody um, or a, a dead vegan can't help anybody. <laughs> you know, we don't, we can't use dead vegan because they didn't take care of their health. You know, we need vegans who are alive and well and healthy. So um, yeah, that is um, kind of the bit on vegan policing. Earlier this week, I saw someone post a picture of some candy that they were convinced was vegan. And I actually saw that it was advertised vegan in a local supermarket brochure, which is strange, but it wasn't vegan. And many people uh, commented, um, it was in a vegan Facebook group, and many people commented, oh yeah, I uh, I know you, you think it's vegan, but it has uh, vegetarian gelatin in it, so it's vegetarian, vegetarian uh, but there's beeswax in it, or there's some yogurt uh, in it, so uh, yeah, they're not vegan, sorry. And then I saw one comment that said that next time they should read the ingredients more carefully or that they should read better. And that was all their comment said. Just like, next time read better or something like that. And I just thought, okay, this people is clearly a new vegan. And you're gonna shame them for not reading good enough? Or not reading careful carefully enough, you suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I don't like that. I, um, I am all for people um, going on their own journey and taking their own time and doing what's right for them. And yeah, I just, I don't understand people like that. So the vegan police is definitely one of the struggles of being vegan, not just because maybe you are being vegan policed. Maybe you are being judged by fellow vegans for not being vegan enough or not doing it well enough or I don't know. But also the vegan police gives us vegans a bad name. Like I just said, uh, people can be mean to me regarding me being vegan because they read a bunch of shit on the internet. Oh, I try to not like say <clears throat> words like that instead in case my students listen to this I don't think so but <laughs> oops <laughs> what was I saying oh yeah that they read some things on the internet um, about well you know vegan police people and that gives me as a vegan a bad name or a bad rep so Please don't vegan police. We don't need vegan policing. We just need people who are supportive of other people and their um, vegan journeys. That is what we need. So if you can contribute to that, that'd be awesome. And the last thing that I wanted to talk about um, is when you mess up. And th this is something um, that I still do sometimes. You know, I also had the, the candies... Uh, they were in the picture that I 
completely thought that were vegan. And apparently they weren't. So I had a couple of those candies and I read that it had beeswax in them and I was like, oh, okay. So I gave them to my boyfriend and I didn't purchase them again. And that is how I deal with messing up. I don't feel guilty because the damage is already done. I already purchased the product. I already, um, you know, supported um, a non-vegan product with my money. So that is when the damage was done. Uh, because I didn't read the label well enough. Um, you know, mess ups are going to happen. And I used to be really, used to feel really guilty about it. And for some reason, especially in the first couple of months when I started going vegan, um, when I ate something that wasn't vegan, I would just kind of binge on anything that wasn't vegan. So some cakes and whatnot that weren't vegan. Uh, I would binge on those because I felt guilty. And then later I realized that me feeling guilty um, doesn't do good to anyone. It doesn't do good to me and my well-being. And it doesn't do good for the animals. Where what, that, And the animals were the whole reason that I was, was vegan. So, you know, when you mess up, it's okay. Uh, everybody messes up. Probably even the vegan police. Unless they follow a, a fruitarian diet, which, you know, don't. <laughs> it's not good for you. You need more than just fruits in your life, okay? <laughs> uh, so yeah, when you mess up, don't feel guilty. Um, just try again next time. And try to do better. Um, yeah. I think that is all that I wanted to say about the struggles of being vegan. It's mostly the social aspect, both people who are not vegan who judge you and you trying or having to come out um, as a vegan and the reactions of other people that can be hard, but then also <laughs> um, fellow vegans who you think who you think would support you, um, but can be really judgy so yeah i think that is where i'm gonna leave off i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode if you have any other struggles um of being vegan i would love to hear them you can comment them uh, on the youtube video uh, with, for this episode if you're watching on youtube you can also email me i'll put my email address in the show notes yeah i think that is about it i upload this uh, podcast every sunday on 1 p.m i think it's called central european time i am in the plus one time zone if that tells you anything so yeah, I talk about struggles of going to your 20s. And today I talked about struggles of being vegan. Because I feel like being vegan, going vegan is a big thing with um, people around my age. It was funny because ever since I... When I went vegan, I didn't know anyone who was vegan. And now I know so many people who are vegan or who are trying, who are vegetarian or are trying to make vegetarian and vegan choices. Which I think is so awesome because... Not everybody can be vegan. Not everybody wants to go vegan. You don't have to if, it, if you really think it's not for you. But I think 
that everybody can make better choices for their own health, but also for the environment and of course for the animals and uh, the industries that the animals are being used for. And I think everybody who uh, does a little bit more research into those things um, will come to the same conclusion. So, okay, I'm, I'm really going to end this now. Thank you for listening. I hope you tune in next time. And yeah, hopefully you'll see me or you'll heal me. You will hear me next week. Bye-bye. Ha <laughs> ha